52 Traders, episode 63. He spoke about the fact that the world is pretty much designed to make us all feel anxious. It's based around fear. Over the next year, your host, Cam Hawkins, gets inside the minds of 52 of the world's best traders to find out if he has what it takes to become one of them. Join Cam every week on the 52 Traders podcast or at 52traders.com to learn how to trade like the pros. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is not investment, trading, or financial advice of any kind. Trading is very risky and could lose you all of your capital. Any comments about historical performance are not an indication of future results. Right, guys, before we get into the show today, I want you to jump on to automatemytrading.com where I've got a free trading robot for you guys to download and you can actually see me build it there as well. So jump on to automatemytrading.com and get yourself your free robot. What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of the 52 Traders Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Hawkins, and today's show is slightly different from our regular show, so it's a bonus episode, so there's no one else on it but myself, so I'm going to give you an update of where I'm at with my trading, and I'm going to give you a few nuggets as well. So in actual fact, we're going to cover off an awful lot of stuff in the show, and this is, I suppose, from my last update back in October last year. So back then, I'd just come back from the UK. We'd taken a little bit of a hiatus here with a few of the episodes uh, being more spaced out than others. And now we're sort of really getting into a groove here, keeping them back to back every week, updated with a new episode. So I'm so pleased that I'm able to do that and bring that to you guys out there. And if you want to keep these going please do leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. It really does help with getting more guests on the show and that sort of thing. So, right, that's that done. So whilst you're listening to this, if you're not driving a car, then please jump onto iTunes or whatever and type in your review and I'll read out some reviews in future episodes. Okay, guys, so that's it for reviews. Let's move on with what I'm going to talk about today. So, as I said, there are a number of things that I'm going to talk about. So the first one is going to be, uh, I'm going to get a little bit personal, right? So I'm going to tell you a little bit more about me. So I haven't been completely honest, and I'm going to reveal some things to you guys in the show today, okay? So it's nothing bad. Don't get too excited. <laughs> but um, I'm going to reveal some things to you guys in the show today that I haven't revealed before. And, you know, a little bit personal to me. So um, I'm going to let you in on that. Secondly... I want to talk about uh, trading psychology. So I'm going to talk a little bit about trading psychology. And I'm also going to talk about, and these are my observations, obviously. And I'm also going to talk about discretionary day trading. I'm going to talk about uh, mechanical swing trading. And I'm also going to talk about automated trading as well. Uh, I will give you guys a strategy and uh, a few other things in amongst this. There's a few good links that I'm going to mention as well, so stay tuned, keep listening. Uh, right, let's get into the show. So first up, as I mentioned, I'm going to give you a little bit more insight into who I am and what I've been doing and why I'm here and all that sort of thing. So uh, it's not as revolutionary as or revealing as uh, you're probably thinking, but I did want to touch base on, uh, I suppose, my journey a bit more so that you guys can get a real feel for what's going on uh, here at 52 Traders and with me and my trading and that sort of thing. So what I do want to talk about is 
as you would have heard if you've gone back and this isn't your first episode back in October you would have heard that I had uh, had a trip to the UK and it was a great trip as I said the weather was fantastic went to a football match thanks to Simon out there again for for taking me to Chelsea and it looks like we're going on to win the uh, the league if I, I hope I haven't spoken too soon but we're top of the table now so maybe it was a bit of good luck me being at the uh, at the ground um so anyway, the re- well, not the reason I was in the UK, but before I went to the UK, and this is something I wanted to tell you guys, is I actually lost my job. So I'd been you know, employed pretty much most of my life with very few sort of little hiccups of, of not being employed. Uh, so I was a worker. I was a, you know, I, was, I had a day job for the majority of my life. And uh, during the course of, I think it was Ju- July last year, July 2016, um, and I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. There was a restructure within the company that I was working in. It was a big, big, big company. And uh, and look, I knew the restructure was coming, and I knew that there was a good chance. Well, in actual fact, I was hoping that my uh, my division would get uh, restructured, and it did. And my role was disestablished, so I had to either apply for a new role, which I could have done, and there was a role there which had my name all over it, or I could do something a bit different. And a little bit more, I suppose, uh, a little bit more trying on me personally. And there's a reason I'm going to, I'm telling you this, and I'm going to tell you a little in a little while what it is. There's a reason I'm telling you this. So I chose something different. I chose not to go for the role. I mean, to be fair, I was pretty sick of the organisation at that point. Anyway, even though it'd only been two years, I chose not to go for the role. Not not to go for the safe option. I chose to go for the option of the unknown. So I took the redundancy and. Two weeks later, I was off to the UK and uh, had a great holiday, as I said, with the family, came back, and before I left, I'd done an awful lot of networking and found that I had pretty good networks here in Wellington and was able to get myself lined up with some work when I came back, which was great, and so I've been doing that for the past four months, and it's not full-time, which is probably... Uh, the reason that I'm bringing it up here. So it's not full-time, so I've got an extra day a week to actually uh, feed my energy into this sort of thing, so into this podcast, into trading as a whole, and um, really, I suppose, what it's done, what the whole, and the whole point of mentioning this is, it's really just opened my eyes up to the fact that, you know, my goal out of all of this initially was financial freedom, and really now I sort of realize that financial freedom isn't actually that hard to attain. I mean, it's not that far away. I mean, at the end of the day, it's really sort of just opened my eyes up to the fact that I can, all we need to do is we need to survive month to month. And a month is probably about as much as you need to be able to uh, to look at. So if you if you say, right, within that month, to survive, like even with a family, whatever it is, to survive within that month, I need a set amount of dollars to survive. And then everything on top of that is a bonus. Okay, so that set amount of dollars, whatever it is, whatever that minimum amount of spend you need to survive for that month. And that's like, you know, for if you've already got a house that you you own or a house that you rent, so you've got to pay the rent, you've got to pay the mortgage. Um, mate, so that's a fixed fee. You're going to have to pay that. So you've got to find that sort of money every week, every month. Uh, there's food. You can cut down on food. There's uh, there's entertainment cut that you can cut down on that. There's a whole bunch of things you can cut down on. I mean, travel might be a non-negotiable, so you've got to pay for travel. So there's another one you can lob in there as well. But the point I'm trying to make here is, within that month period, you actually start looking at at your life and going, 
All I need is you know a certain threshold before, and whether or not that's five thousand or two thousand, whatever it is, that certain threshold before I've sort of got that safety net covered, and everything outside of that is just a bonus. And what we tend to get sucked into is this trap of you know feeling like, and, and there's a there's a good reason we feel like this as well, and I'll tell you in a second, feeling like that we need more, we always need more. And uh, I read a good book. Well, actually, I read a part of a good book, and I only probably only needed to read part of it to really get the whole gist. It was called uh, How to Be Free, and uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. So uh, the author of this book, and it's not a well-known book, the author of this book, uh, he he uh, he spoke about in the very first paragraph, very first chapter, sorry, not paragraph, chapter, he spoke about the fact that the world is pretty much designed to make us all feel anxious it's based around fear it's based around fear so people uh, governments and institutions and everything that we have in society is based around fear so fear of missing out you know that FOMO fear of missing out fear of uh, not having enough money Okay, so fear that your paycheck's not going to arrive. So you get sort of stuck into this, well, I've got to have a regular paycheck because I've got to be, you know, able to survive every month. Uh, Fear of, uh, what other things? Fear of uh, what's going to happen when I retire. So I, I want to have a great life when I retire, so I should be focusing on my retirement. But the thing is, what about, what about today? What if you're not retired? I know some of you out there are retired, but if you're not retired, what about today? What about enjoying your life now? What about enjoying your life before you retire? So all of a sudden, these things all sort of came to a came to a light, came to a head with me. So I was effectively unemployed, off in the UK, having a great time, had no job to come back to, back in four days a week, just contracting. Uh, sometimes three Christmas, I did nothing, um, so I was getting no money coming in over Christmas, and so. All this sort of stuff made me think about uh, how it relates to trading and a trader's mindset. So, and I actually heard this from somebody else as well recently. So, it, it was one of these things where it really sort of took a while for it to hit home. But trader's mindset really is a month-on-month mindset. And what I mean by that is you're running it like a business. So, all of a sudden, you go from an employee to a business owner mindset. So an employee mindset is, I want that regular amount of money coming in every month. So I want, you know, whatever it is, my salary of $5,000, let's say, $5,000 a month coming in. I don't need to worry about that. That's always going to be there, unless you get made redundant, that is, as we've seen. So that's always going to come in and be there. Um, But with a trader's mindset, you've got to be able to take the ups and the downs. So this is what I've realized, and this is what I've been told by some mentors out there as well. So you've got to be able to take the ups and the downs. Some months, as we've seen in statements of people that have come on, some months are going to be losing months. And it's easy to say, but I suppose it's hard to really get your head around. But in other months, might be more than more than winning months. So it might be ext- you know, extremely big months. So for example, if you're looking for that $5,000 a month, regular paycheck to come in, bang, 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 5,000, 5,000, 5,000. But instead, a trader might be more happy with nothing or minus 5,000. Next month, plus 25,000. Next month, 5,000. And then all of a sudden, instead of making 15 grand, you've made 25 grand in that same period. 
but you had a losing month and you had a month where you just made five grand, but then you had this massive month in between. And it could be that you lost 15 grand in that last month. And so you've got minus five, minus 15, so you got minus 20, and then you made 25 in the middle month, so you got five grand over three months. Not so great, but as a, the point I'm trying to make here is that you've got to be able to take that longer term perspective of a business is not linear. You make money, some days you don't make money, other days, and trading is the same. So really, what this did, this change in my lifestyle, so the change of going from a, somebody stuck in the rat race to somebody who now is really just trying to survive month on month. That's what I'm trying to do, survive month on month. Um, I'm not making as much doing the contracting, and um, I've actually just moving on now from the current contract that I was working at a startup, um, helping them out there, and I'm going to get a little bit more money, so that does help, but um, I'm still doing four days a week, so I'm still not doing a full-time job, and so the point I'm trying to make here is we need to have that business owner's mindset, and people have mentioned it on the show before, and I don't think it really hit home with me until I left uh, working for a corporate and getting that regular salary. Okay, so that's the first point I want to make. So having that business owner's mindset, sometimes you're going to have losing days, sometimes you're going to have winning days, sometimes you've got expenses that go out the door and you've got to pay the expenses if you're running a business, sometimes you get sales that make up for those expenses. Okay, so that's the business mindset that we keep talking about on the show and keep hearing other traders talk about on the show. So by leaving your job, you're really going to understand that and not looking for another job. So that was the other big thing for me was not looking for another job, but in actual fact, looking for um, work, looking for work, not looking for another permanent job. So that was sort of the big thing for me to stop myself from doing. So that fear came in. I had sleepless nights. I had, um, you know, I was feeling a bit depressed at points, but now I'm sort of four months into it. Was it worth it? Hell yes, it was worth it. It was definitely was worth it. Okay, so, um, so that's the first and second point. The first point is having that month-on-month mindset is going to help us as traders. So it's not going to be a winning day every day. We've got to really get our heads around that. And secondly, facing your fears, sometimes unwittingly as I did. So I wasn't, didn't really know I had a fear there, but I think I did have a fear. Uh, Facing them head on is a good way to overcome them. And I have got a little uh, a little test for you guys later on. So if you listen, keep listening, there's a little test and, and you can tell me the results of the test uh, afterwards. So, um, so let's move on. So there was another... Um, lesson that I that I learned the last few months and in actual fact it was only a month or so ago and that was the importance of psychology and trading so I've heard everyone talk about it I've spoken about it and look it's one of those things that you sort of never really believe um, but there was one resource that I've actually found really useful and it was given by the guest uh, Adam Lord on episode 58 it was called actualized.org now this guy uses a bit of uh, profanity in his in his language um, so you do need to accept that so some of the titles of the videos are quite uh, provocative but um, the actual content that he gives is really really good from a psychology point of view so uh, so if you guys out there wanted to work on your psychology for free because all the videos are free um, then this is a great resource to, to look at and there's one in particular that I uh, looked at myself, and and I'll talk about it later on in the show, that 
really did help me sort of unpick a whole bunch of stuff going on in my mind which which needed to needed to be unpicked okay so one simple secret so there's one secret that I want to share with you guys that came out of all those videos and this secret will hopefully make you a better trader and possibly even change your whole life okay so this is a secret that will help you become successful and do uh, sorry help you to become successful and live the life that you are probably wanting to live okay so that one simple secret is to do things that are emotionally hard okay so that's doing things that really don't feel you don't feel that comfortable with okay so if it's emotionally hard so you don't feel comfortable you don't want to do it those are the things that you actually have to do to become successful um, and when you look at it from a trading perspective it is so true okay so I think as humans we avoid a whole bunch of things and these things are emotionally hard and from a trading point of view you can see these things all over the place okay so things like sitting in a drawdown for three days after entering a trade so you've had no positive no positive gain on your trade that you've entered and it might be a losing trade but it might actually be a winning trade that you're just sitting in drawdown for three days being in a negative position immediately is something that people don't like or I've done something proactive I've learned all the I've learned the system I hit the trade button and bang I'm sitting in a negative position for it could be you know half an hour an hour two hours it could even be longer before it starts moving into a positive position so you got to wait for those other traders to come in and, and lift the market in your direction or, or drop the market in your direction so being in a negative position immediately people don't want that they want to be able to place the trade and see it move off in their direction because I've you know I've got the system that somebody taught me and it should be picking good entries uh, being patient and letting the market breathe so really just being patient so as I talked about you know you've got that negative position being able to sit there and patiently go I've got to let the market do its thing I can't just expect it to do you know do it straight away for me it's got to have time to do its thing so these things don't really you know if you consider ourselves uh, standing in a queue uh, for McDonald's or some some queue being patient and letting that queue sort of drop down is very hard. It's not something we want to do. We don't necessarily want to be in, in queues unless you're English and it's, it can be a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, it's something that we don't really like doing. It's emotionally hard. Okay, It starts to trigger all sorts of, thi all sorts of things in our mind. So the other one is investing massive amounts of your personal time for very little gain and sometimes a massive loss, okay, and loss of financial loss as well. So you're investing time for financial loss, that's emotionally hard. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you spend a whole bunch of time to lose a whole bunch of money? It doesn't make any sense. It's emotionally hard. So being able to do that is a successful, is what you need to do. So you need to be able to I mean, sometimes you don't have to lose as much money, but you need to spend at least the time. So you're going to lose whatever your time you were investing into trading. Uh, you're going to lose that time out of your life, and sometimes you're not going to get any gain for years, as we've seen from the past guests—seven years, ten years. It's taken some people even three years, two years. I mean, these are long times. You're investing a lot of time in education, and it's a big—you know—it's a gamble. Let's face it; it's a gamble. So it is emotionally hard to do and do consistently. 
So that's an, another emotionally hard thing to do. And then another one is letting your winners run. Okay, so letting your winners run. So you spend all that time, you're patient. So even if you tick the first three off, you're patient. You've let the draw, you've you know opened up the position set and draw down for three days. You've been patient. You let the market breathe. Finally, it goes into profit. Great. Now you've got to be patient again and let the winners run. So how are you going to, you know, that's emotionally hard because it's like I finally, you know, all the work that I've put into this, I finally can see some positive gain. How am I going to be, how am I going to counteract that emotionally hard aspect of this, which is I've now got to still let it breathe. I've still got to be patient. I've still got to be that patient person. So that's another one. So there's a great video. I'll link that up in the show notes where it talks about this emotionally hard uh, secret and you can hear this guy talk about it. It's really, really cool. Uh, right, so I was going to dare you guys to try something out to really just trigger this emotionally hard aspect within your life. Okay, so something that's, I was going to trigger it with something that's both, I think, emotionally hard somewhat, but more physically hard. Okay, it is a, it's an emotional thing in terms of you know what's coming, and it's a physical thing in terms of it's really going to physically do something to you. Okay, you're probably wondering what I'm talking about. It's not that revolutionary. What it is is I'm going to challenge you guys, and I want you to jump back onto the site and fill in the comment if you do it. I want to challenge you guys to, and I'm going to tell you in a second, I'm going to challenge you guys to something, something that I've been actually doing for the last two months now, it's probably about two months, maybe a month and a half, I've been doing this thing for the last two months, and physically, it is difficult, initially, emotionally, it is very hard, but after a bit of time, you actually start enjoying it, it's really weird, you start enjoying it, and it still never really gets that comfortable, but it, you do start enjoying it, anyway, so what it is, is taking a cold shower, Okay, so guys, I'm challenging you out there to take a cold shower. At least try it once. And if you do, jump on here, find this post, and uh, and leave a comment and let us know what you thought first time. And look, if you want to jump on again a bit later on, if you keep trying to do it, if you keep doing it, then jump on and uh, and keep telling us how, you, how you're finding it. Is it getting better? Is it getting easier? Is it something that you can... Uh, you can get used to, you can see yourself doing on an ongoing basis. I mean, look, it does really invigorate you at the end of it. So once you've done it, you'll you'll love it. You can have a great night's sleep as well because your body's basically just burning fat, burning everything. It just wants to sort of hibernate. And, and if you can warm up, well, warming up afterwards is probably the best thing about it. Okay, so that's the challenge for you guys out there today listening. I know this is a bit sort of left field from a from a typical trading podcast, but um, I think this is something that you'd you'd enjoy, and it'd be interesting to just see what people what people think and how they get on. So one little tip or a, a way that I've found to 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 make it not as bad, so probably not as emotionally hard, uh, is to go for a run or do some sort of real strenuous exercise beforehand. So that sort of works in a positive way because you end up going for a run um, or doing some sort of exercise come back you're all hot anyway so jumping in a cold shower isn't as bad as doing it if you're just sitting there doing nothing uh, and then going right I'm actually going to have a cold shower and I know some of you will go well I'll jump in warm turn it cold not the same thing it's a good way to ease yourself into it but not emotionally hard 
So you really got to push yourself here, guys, and, and make sure you can you can go in that shower first time, stand in front, bang, on you go. Another one you could do if you really want to, if you're sort of wimping out a bit, is have a hot bath till you're sweating, then jump in the cold shower. That's the other one. Anyway, okay, so let's move on to the trading talk for the day. So that's most of the psychology done. Uh, moving on to the trading talk. So I've been trading. So I suppose one of the things that this emotionally hard stuff taught me was I should actually be trading. I should be uh, going in there, feeling the pain, feeling the emotions, because otherwise I'm never actually going to uh, going to actually develop as a trader. Okay, and I think last time I spoke, I talked about blowing a number of accounts, and I think that was emotionally easy because I just, you know, I was just doing it. I wasn't, I didn't have anything to base it on. I hadn't really invested too, or enough time in learning a strategy and learning something that should give me an edge. Um, I just started going crazy. Okay, so this, um, what I'm doing now is, or what I decided to do now is to jump in and get some proper education, get, learn some stuff, and then apply it, and also uh, do it on an automated basis as well, so really just getting myself back in the market. So that's where I'm at at the moment. So um, my foray into discretionary day trading. So I'm gonna talk about that. Uh, then I'm also gonna talk about, um, as I mentioned, mechanical swing trading, and then I'm gonna talk about uh, automated trading as well, okay? So what I'm doing, each of those three. So I'm doing a few, and now I'm sort of thinking that the reason I'm doing a few, and it wasn't the intention, but the reason I'm doing a few now, and it makes a lot of sense, is I can sort of see which ones I'm preferring. So some I prefer more than others, and these are sort of, you know, as people have mentioned in the show, this is sort of really where, um, it's really what they're saying. It's like try and find a style that you like and that works for you. So if there's a style that doesn't work for you, then it's probably not for you. It's a bit like a, there's a saying that I heard today on another podcast where this body, famous bodybuilder, um, somebody asked him, what's the best diet? And he said, well, the best diet is whatever diet works for you. So it could be something that's not like the perfect diet, but it works for you because you're going to stick to it. So sorry, it doesn't, no, I, I screwed that up. I screwed that quote up. So the best diet is whatever diet you're going to stick to. Okay, so if you're gonna, if you don't like celery, so there's a lot of people in the world that don't like celery, and your diet diet is the celery soup diet, and that's the best diet you could ever go on, but you don't like it, there's no way you're gonna stick to it. So choose something you're gonna stick to. So the same with trading, choose something you're going to stick to. Okay, so discretionary day trading. So some of you guys out there listening uh, are in my group of traders who are learning this discretionary day trading system. And it's probably, I would have to say, it's probably 30% system, 70% psychology. Okay, so it is a trading, and I call it a day trading system because it is on a one-minute chart and you do trade the whole time and you're literally sitting there trading this one-minute chart. Okay, and it could be on any, um, we're doing currency pairs, but commodities, indices, anything you want to do, This is, the same system works across the whole lot. Uh, it is quite time intensive from a, uh, you know, you've got to sit there and concentrate. You can't just let it run and, and come back and leave and go and do something. You're actually sitting there trading, so you've got to go in and approach it and start trading it and block out two to three hours or whatever it's going to be that you're going to do for the day. Now, the guy that runs the course 
if you want to find out more about this, so I will put a link up uh, that you can go and register to my newsletter, and I will at some point in the future when he's ready to run another another course, so I think he's not doing another one just yet, but when he's re- ready to run another one, I will flick an email out letting everyone know that the course is up and anyone that wants to come on can can come on and join and, and I'll show you how to do how to do that. So he's not accessible, hasn't got a website and all that sort of stuff. So um, so guys, if you do want to find out more about that, jump onto 52traders.com forward slash tell, was it tell me? I think I, I'm going to choose. Tell me. Uh, I think that's the thing I picked, tell me. So 52traders.com forward slash tell me. I'll double check that whilst I'm recording this and mention it in a second. So just to give you a bit of background as to how it all worked, uh, myself and a group of other traders spent about two to three weeks learning techniques to uh, learning a system. So we had a special indicator, we learn a system, and we would um, learn a bit more about not just the system, but how that system reacts to the markets and things going into things like fundamentals. And it was a phenomenal um, way, simple mechanical way to approach fundamentals. And when news hits in particular in, in the currency markets, what's working out a way there's a basically taught us a way that you could work out which direction the price is going to go in after the, or after the news breaks so you can set your position and then wait for it to break and then follow the news and you can get some decent pips out of that we uh, as a group all jumped on this one particular news alert and uh, we'd done the analysis beforehand decided which direction it was going to go in and then we were able to uh, ride that and we could see it happening and you know we all came away with some decent profit which was really good um, so fundamental analysis around news really mechanical way doable way of reading the news and it doesn't take or sorry working out the news to about a 70 percent success rate and it didn't even really take that much time so it wasn't like you know you weren't going through like all these news articles and trying to work it out it was pretty easy to do okay so uh so that was the first thing, the second thing we learned around about was correlation. So correlation of currency pairs in particular, and how to use those from a from a, uh, a trading point of view to know when to stay in and stay out of the market. Another one which was really important was around money management and how your money management really does make make or break you as a trader. And good money management can as I've seen, uh, really explode an account, uh, whereas bad money management can just, as we know, kill it. So uh, then the third thing, oh, sorry, yeah, the fourth thing was psychology. So the psychology around it really did, I mean, some of the lessons I learned there were probably, uh, I suppose it helped me, but I still found that I was suffering from psychology. So I couldn't make this work because my psychology was poor and I now really understand why and this goes back to the whole fear thing and the whole um, you know tr- getting out there doing it to really feel those emotions to real really understand what it is that you're doing psychologically that's wrong for whatever reason okay so I started off with a live account I uh, started off doing really well so I mean I, I managed to get five trades out of five bang 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 winner 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 chicken dinner and then all of a sudden i just completely blew out the or had a massive loss okay and that was probably the reason main reason was because i 
jumped in and I didn't have like the time I needed to stay and monitor that trade. In actual fact, there was an exit point that I missed because I wasn't looking at the uh, at the charts at that time. And it's one minute chart, so you gotta be quick. Okay, so uh, started off with a live, moved to a demo. Demo account, we did a couple of competitions within the within the course. And so, what? Well, sorry, not competitions, uh, tests. So we had to do, you know, certain things within a certain time period um, and certain restrictions to show that we could actually you know make money even just on a demo account and both times I was completely unsuccessful I'd start to make gains and then I'd just give it all back and once again I could see that most of it was down to psychology um, exiting too early uh, you know sitting in that drawdown and then uh, as soon as I'd make profit I'd want to be how, how can I get out? How can I get out? As opposed to hanging around and, and letting it move in my direction and, and taking a bigger, bigger profit. Uh, this, the style is, as I said, that month-on-month -month style. So some days you're going to lose and you're going to lose big. But the reason you lose big, or the reason you can lose big, is because you don't have a big account size. So you do risk big on the account size. So it is very much a, a high-risk approach to trading, but um, during the course of doing this course, I was able to see that, like with my own eyes, and I, I can't remember the exact figure, and maybe I missed a couple of days here or, or whatever, but the guy teaching it took a very, very small account, and I think it was about $80, and turned it into, and I might be wrong, so it could have been a 1000 but I think it was 80 and turned it into 28000 in about three days. Now, we, I mean, the other guys in the in the course, I think they might have hung around a bit more and seen more than what I did, but this is what I saw. And yeah, so it can be done. And I mean, yeah, did that in three days, but then you got 20, <clears throat> 20 odd days of the month left where you can, you know, lose five or six $300 accounts easy and still be up at the end of the month and your job done. And the other thing with this uh, method was withdrawing your cash regularly so always withdrawing those profits so you don't you know you've always got something that you can keep you in the market so i think we had uh when we heard from scott haywood a few episodes ago he was talking about the fact that it's always good to still be in the market so if you're still in there with something you can still get yourself out but if you're in there with nothing then you're you're done okay so you can always bring yourself back and this was very much the approach of this particular uh, strategy um, another interesting thing that I found here from a psychological point of view was just seeing what the other traders were doing and seeing how some of the and it was all, all via Skype so I, I couldn't actually you know see them or hear them or talk to them it was all via Skype but you could just see how the different personalities different trading personalities were coming across and why some were successful and others weren't and some of the negative talk, some of the negative self-talk, um, even by myself, I must, I might add, you know, that's impacting your trading. So you've got to keep the self-talk fairly positive, or positive, and uh, and also just the way you're sort of looking at, you know, the investment you've made, the fact that it's not going to be, uh, you're not going to be winning every single time you go out there and and uh, and trade. There are going to be days when you don't. And, but you still got to be in it for the days that you do, if you know what I mean. So it's it's a long-term 
it's a long-term strategy it is it's a lifestyle this is a lifestyle this day trading uh, course is a lifestyle so you really need to be committed to it okay so um, there was one other thing I was going to leave you with was uh, on this it did make me start to think and question my mindset around money okay so and there's another really good video and I'll link that up in the show notes from actualize.org which is all around money mindset and getting yours right so destroying any myths or anything that's been embedded usually from your childhood around money that's probably screwing over not just your trading but every probably other aspect in your life that is revolving around money um, so I'll link that up in the show notes really good video but what I found was I had an issue around hoarding money so I wasn't great at you know I wasn't spending money like a madman and losing my money that way I had an issue around hoarding money and this is what I sort of came up with myself and so so now I've got that in my mind and I realize that's an issue I can do something about it okay and so when I do notice myself hoarding then I can actually go well how am I going to do something a bit better with this what can I do a bit better and getting back in the markets is something that I think is, is helping me with that as well. Okay, so if you want to find out more about who this mystery trader is, jump onto 52traders.com forward slash tell me. So that is the URL, tell me. And I will, uh, and you just sign up there, put your email address in, put your name in. You'll jump on the newsletter so you'll get all the updates going forward. But uh, I will also, in the newsletter, when this guy is ready to teach again, I'll make mention of it, so do please make sure you check the email newsletter, and uh, and it'll be in there at some point in the future, and I'll put it in the subject line so it is a separate email so you guys know to uh, check that out. The second thing that I am doing, so I know focus is something that I should be doing, but I'm not quite there yet because I haven't really found the uh, the style that I want to go ahead with. So uh, the second thing is this mechanical trading uh, manual swing trading course that I've that I've taken. And in all honesty, I haven't spent that much time learning it. I've and I'll tell you who who runs this course, and you guys can jump on there if you want. Um, so it is from the Royal Collective interview with Adam Lord. So I mentioned Adam before in the show. Um, look, I mean, it just so happens that he came along at the right time for me. All the things that I'd heard, all the things that I knew were there in my mind, lined up around trading. So I knew everything around candlestick patterns, chart patterns, Fibonacci levels, using time frames for, you know, high time frames for confirmation um, of setups the times to trade all those sorts of things but what he did what his course did was just package that all up and make it understandable in a in a systematic i suppose point of view so how could i use all that information and put it together so that i could actually make it usable and his free course you can jump on there and sign up and get his free videos it's only it's only a short course about probably two and a half hours worth of videos uh you can get a whole bunch of information especially if you've got everything in your mind you've learned a whole bunch of stuff around trading but you just don't know how to put it all together he put it together for me and he might be able to put it together for you so uh, he also does give the odd sort of signal and i'll call them signals but they're sort of like setups i suppose more um so it's swing trading so he's looking for those bigger swings bigger moves uh in the forex markets looking for you know 200 100 pip moves and i Taking a couple of those, the first one uh, hit my stop loss, um, and 
wasn't that much of a stop loss. Uh, I mean, that I think I'd put my stop loss too tight because I think it, from memory, because it was a few weeks ago now, it did come back um, and go into profit. So I think I was just a little bit too um, tight there with my stop loss. The second one, I'm still in a trade at the moment. So it's up uh, 100 pips now, and my stop is at 75 pips profit. So I'm going to be profitable regardless. Uh, and, um, and yeah, my profit targets, I think about 150, 200 pips. So um, check it out, uh, New Zealand, US dollar um, on the on a sell trade. So that was from one of Adam's uh, charts that he posted up in the, in the Facebook group. So guys, if you're looking for a swing trading system where you can sort of put everything together, then I do recommend checking that out. Um, I'm not here sort of trying to promote Royal Collective or anything, but this is what I'm doing, um, and I found it really useful. Uh, but once again, I probably need to spend a little bit more time uh, on that education and go and revisit it again, and then really go right, go to myself, right, this is something I'm going to spend more time on than the day trading course or vice versa. Okay, so I still want to do a bit more time on both and really see what, what works for me. Uh, psychologically and also from a time perspective, so um, Adam's one seems to be more, uh, well, less time intensive. So you might go up and mark up a whole bunch of charts uh, during the close of the day and then have a look at smaller time frames to then pick entries uh at some point, um, maybe you know, two or three times a day or whatever. So whereas the other one is like you're sitting down for two hours, three hours, whatever, to trade, and you're going to try and make some money, and you know you know you're going to lose some money at some point. Right. So that was the second one. Third one is automated trading. Now, so I don't know if you guys, some of you guys out there will know that I was on the Rob Booker Traders podcast uh, last week. So thanks for getting me on there, Rob. Um, so there I spoke quite a bit about automated trading. So I know Rob's into uh, trading robots. And I've had Scott on the show who uses one of Rob's sort of hybrid robots. And what he did convince me to do at the end of the show, he didn't convince me, I convinced myself. And I think all this sort of, uh, all this, what I've been telling you today has convinced me as well, was to get back into the markets and start using the robots that I'm building. So I have built quite a few profitable robots from a backtesting point of view, but I've always been hesitant to put them in a live environment for one reason or another. And I've come up with a very simple strategy in the end that I actually don't mind how it looks. And so I feel fairly confident in, in what it can do to my account and how it's gonna perform in the markets. And so the approach I took, and I'll tell you the strategy in a second, the approach I took was to uh, run a fairly robust, well, long back test, five, six years, find a simple approach that actually generates a profit over that period of time, then optimize that so that I could find the best settings for take profit, stop loss. Um, so it was getting me in the market quite regularly, and I was getting, uh, with the right take profit and stop loss, I was getting uh, a profitable outcome. And there were a few other things in there as well. Um, and yeah, so I did the system, and then what I've done since there is, before I went live, I thought, okay, well, that's great, and it pretty much works. That you know, the stop loss can be and type take profit can be a very like a whole bunch of things will work, so it's fairly robust. Uh, so now I know that I decided that I would optimize it for the last six months. 
and every month, and look, this is just going on what I know and what I feel, every month I will re-optimize it for the last six months and I'll use those settings for the following month. So it's a sort of month on month job that I have to do for this particular robot. Um, but I think that's, I'm happy with that approach. I'm happy to be in there, I'm happy to be seeing it in operation and getting it going. Now, I haven't got the biggest account using it because uh, just because of the money that I had floating around and could easily get into an account and wanted to be up and running beginning of this week um, and to save me having to open up more broker accounts and all this sort of stuff, I just lobbed in very, very small amount, 30 bucks, and put set the minimum amount of risk. So hopefully by the next time I give an update, um, I haven't blown that account and had to start again, but if I have, I have, and, and we know that either the account was too small or the robot didn't work, and, and I'll tell you which one of those it was. Okay, so um, what I can tell you is the results so far. So from Monday this week, and it's currently Wednesday here in New Zealand, uh, I'll tell you what those results were. Okay, so I've just gone and checked it out. So the first trade was a very small win of 80 cents, and the second trade was a loss of $5.50. Now, I'll need to go back and check my back test as to whether or not that makes sense, but uh, it could well make sense. Uh, I'll double check that. That loss seems rather large from what I was expecting, but anyway, I'll go back and check that out and uh, and see. we'll see where we get to at the end of the month anyway. So we've got a month to run that. So not looking flash at the moment, but anyway, we'll, I'll let you know in a future episode as to how that goes. So the strategy was very simple. So it was literally using a 14 period RSI. Uh, when it crossed from uh, crossed above the 30 below, we take a buy, and when it crossed uh, down from the uh, 70 above, we take a sell, and we exit at a take profit and or a stop loss or uh, we have a break even point that I have set as well so we add a certain number of pips into profit um, it's not a break even per se but uh, we set another profit target so that it can exit that trade if that profit target hits so for example if we were targeting uh, 100 pips profit then after 20 pips profit we move the stop to um, 18 pips and if it keeps going up from 20 pips to 100 it's 100 if it drops down two pips we stop at 18 10 would probably be a bit more I'd give it a bit more room to move but anyway that's how the uh, the strategy works so if you guys want to test that out try that out yourselves then go for it okay so how did I build this well uh, as you will know I have automatemytrading.com where I teach people how to build automated trading robots. So if you want to jump on there, there is a new there's new pricing for the course. So if you've checked it out before, you can check out the new pricing model. And uh, well, that's an actual fact. There's two ways you can go and uh, buy the course. The other one, uh, well, now you also get as a uh, as a member, a lifetime member, you do get one hour of my time included. So if you're joining now, you'll get that one hour of my time. And I do build expert advisors for traders out there so if you are looking to automate some of your trading and you do trade on the metatrader platform then please do go to automatemytrading.com and check it out and i will uh, see if that uh, strategy that you have is something that i can build i can do most of them so um, please do just flick through all the details 
Okay guys, I think that is it for this trading update. So thank you very much for listening and hopefully you got some insight into not just my trading but also uh, into trading as a whole and my views and there was certain things in there that you might have been able to pick up on and use in your own trading. Um, as a reminder, do jump on to robbooker.com and check out the Traders Podcast to hear my episode uh, there that I recorded last week. Uh, and um, and you'll learn a bit more about me there as well. So guys, hopefully uh, you enjoyed this episode. I will try and endeavor to do more of these trading updates for you going forward. And, uh, and more importantly, I'll have a new guest on the show come next week. So please stay tuned for that. And uh, if you do know of any traders out there that you really want to hear on the show, then please do either hit them up yourselves, let them know you want to hear them on 52 Traders Podcast, or flick me a note, go to the contact form on the page. Um, I might actually make it a little bit, bit easier for people to suggest traders that they want to hear on the show, because I know quite a few people do suggest them. Then, yeah, please get them... Uh, yeah, flick them through to me on email via contact the contact form or cam at 52traders.com and I'll happily hit them up myself and see if we can get some really good guys on the show for you guys to learn from in the future. Okay guys, thank you for listening today and wishing you trading happiness and success. But sorry, before I do, how are you going to find out about this? So go to uh, 52traders.com and search for Cam in the show notes and you'll find this episode amongst all the other ones. Episode 63. Okay, see you there guys. Okay guys, just before we go, sorry we've wrapped up here but I'm going to jump back in. Before we go, do remember to take the deer, jump into a cold shower, do it tonight, get it over and done with. Feel how uncomfortable it is and this is what it feels like to be emotionally uncomfortable as well. So doing things that are emotionally hard is what we need to do as traders. So get practicing and lastly but not least jump onto 52traders.com forward slash tell me T-E-L-L-M-E if you want to find out who this mystery trader is offering this course around discretionary day trading and sometime in the future when he's ready to uh, have another batch of students i will flick an email out to everyone on the list to let you know when it's on and who it is and how you can get involved okay until next time see you later